Friends, I got a question for you today. How is your life different today than it was back in 2019? Let's talk about it today on Coach's Corner. Welcome to another edition of Coach's Corner. I'm your host, Robert Imbriali. Thank you so much for joining me again today for another uh, fun edition. Fun for me. I hope it is fun for you as well. Uh, I wanted to dig in a little bit. I was going through my podcasts and I said, how long have I been doing podcasting for? And I went uh, into the very first podcast hosting company that I had. And I went back and I said, I want to see the very first podcast when I published it. And it was July 16th of 2007. It's quite a while ago. I've been doing a lot of podcasting since then and uh, have been uh, uh, interviewed in a lot of podcasts and had a lot of guests on my podcast. The plan going forward is to bring more guests on here as well. Uh, it's good to hear me uh, talk for a little bit, but sometimes you want to have some guests and we're going to do that. We're going to make it a little bit more fun. And uh, I was just looking back and saying, boy, I've really done a lot of episodes since then on, on different shows. I didn't, not this show, Coach's Corner is not uh, from 2007. I think we started this in 2015. Uh, in 2007, it was the Motivational Marketing Show is uh, the first podcast that I did. And it got me thinking a little bit because this week I got into uh, different conversations with people that just out and about people, um, one at a grocery store, uh, you know, one at the dentist's office, uh, another one at uh, another, another store I was at. And it kind of got me thinking a little bit about this concept that a lot of them are saying. They're all saying it's like things are so different now. And they're feeling the, the pressure of that difference and, and the pressure of all the change. And they're not quite sure, you know, what to make of it or how to, how is it, when is it going to go back to what we saw in 2019 or what we like to call normal, right? And one, one mistake I think a lot of people are making is they're saying it's the last two years. But if you think about it, it started in March of 2020. So March of 2021, that's one year. March of 2022, that's two years. Guys, we're into the third year now. Right, we're in the third year, and uh, from the looks of it, things don't look like they're going back to anything that resembles what we used to know uh, back in 2019. I think things are very different now, and it's a good bad thing, right? So there's there's a lot of bad stuff, and we all know the bad stuff. And I can have conversations with you ad nauseum on all the bad stuff. That's not what I'm here to do today. Uh, I want to go in the, a different direction and share with you some of the things that uh, have come up over the course of those, uh, you know. We're getting, you know, March of 2023 will be three years. So two plus years, uh, not quite two and a half, but two plus years of all that is going on. And number one thing you could look at because you're looking at it right now, these live streams that we're doing, a lot of this technology was really refined and brought to the mainstream that was not necessarily available to many people back in 2019. I've had this studio now since 2012 I've been in here. And, uh, you know, I, I look at every year and it gets more and more robust and there's more and more things you can do and now we're doing all kinds of neat stuff and just switching cameras and we're streaming right now on nine different platforms simultaneously and by the time this is published it'll be on another 40 different platforms a lot of social media sites all the podcast sites all the main podcast sites that's quite impressive 
But the other thing you've seen is you've seen Zoom meetings take off, right? Because people couldn't go to work. So what happened was it propelled that technology. There are a lot of uh, my internet marketing friends who have completely reformulated their business because that technology allows it to happen. There are people now doing live streams and they're building an audience and they're doing several hundred thousand dollars a year uh, from their live streams. It's quite impressive to see. I've got one client I'm working with right now. We're going to build a similar system for them because it makes sense. They have a rabid audience. The audience wants more content, more content, more content. So we're going to bring it to them and we're going to make things a little bit fun. We're going to do some really cool stuff. And the neat thing about it is you don't necessarily need what I have here, this studio. You know, at some point, I won't need the studio anymore. And I'll probably get rid of it at some point. I'll probably shut it down and, you know, just do from, you know, a green screen behind me and a couple of lights and, you know, it'll be fantastic. It'll look great. But for now, I've got the studio and I'm doing that. So I want to share with you because uh, the pressure's on for a lot of folks, right? Uh, they're feeling the burden of everything that's going on. They're, you know, they're seeing the spiraling inflation and, and you know, there's a lot of people who aren't working or not working enough. And uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, families getting divided because of all these divisive issues. And you're on one side, they're on the other side. They're not talking to each other anymore. A lot of divorces happening. So we know the story, right? We know the story is there and it, it, it continues to roll out and uh, does not seem, from my perspective, at this moment, doesn't seem like there's much hope that it's going to change anytime soon. I know eventually it will. Trust me. At some point, you know, the pendulum has to swing in the other direction. So we're going to go back in the other direction. I don't know how much longer we go in the direction we're going in till we turn around. But I want to look at today some of the things that uh, some of these people that I've been speaking with have done to change the game for themselves because the game isn't the same anymore, right? So business is different. Relationships are different. How we earn our money is different. Where we shop, what we do. Um, I noticed today I was paying attention to it. Uh, some stores I used to shop at all the time. I haven't been to in two plus years. It's really interesting because I'm, I have a habit. And I just do the same thing again and again. I find things I like and I just keep doing it over and over again. And here I'm finding myself, you know, completely, my, my habits have completely shifted over the last two and a half years. So much so that I don't even recognize uh, what I was doing back in 2019, right? Those patterns are so far gone now and so far erased. It, it, it is on the online websites, sites that I've been purchasing from. I don't purchase from anymore. I've changed, and not just brick and mortar, but also the online stores. Uh, people I use for services, that has changed. I've got a new dentist. I was just there today. And, uh, you know, all of this stuff is, is different for a lot of people. So I want to share with you some stories because there's a good side, there's a bad side, right? We want to look at the good side. We want to look at uh, what happens in the face of challenge, right? Challenge comes up. And we often look at it from the bad side. Of course, our media is only focused on the negative because that's what they do. They focus on what's negative, what's negative, what's negative. But every challenge brings with it, by default, there's no way not to. It also brings opportunity. Now, for the entrepreneur in us, I'm an entrepreneur and I've always been, we can find opportunity in anything. Give us any disaster, we'll find the silver lining, we'll find the opportunity in it because that's how we are programmed. So I want to help you think in, in terms of that because, you know, forget about things going back to the way they were. We're too far from that. And actually, I was saying that six months into 
2020, by June of 2020, I said, we're not going back. 2019 is gone. That's gone. That's never going to come back. Uh, you know, it's different now. And we're too far from it to bring it back. We, you know, you can go down the path for, for so long and then you can't look back anymore, right? The, where you were is uh, over, the, over the mountain there. It's like, you're not going back. We're there. So the question now becomes, okay, if we're going to look forward, what are we looking for? What are the changes we need to make? What are the things we need to do uh, to adapt and adjust and, and actually be, in many ways, more successful, more profitable than we were back in 2019? What are those things? What are some things we can do? I'll give you an example. I was at the dentist's office today. I don't bring these conversations up. They just kind of happen organically. They start talking about, you know, the changes that they made. They were, first of all, the conversation started at, boy, it's been so hard. Things are so different now than they used to be. And I said, yeah, I get it. They certainly are. That's a good comment. And I said to them, you know, what's different about your dental practice now uh, than it was back in 2019? And they said in 2019, they had a full staff. They had six, seven, eight people working there. They had all kinds of cool equipment, all kinds of cool stuff. But when the lockdowns happened and, you know, they couldn't open their office for a period of time, some of their employees went home and never came back. They just they didn't want to work anymore. So they didn't come back. So they had to reformulate what they were doing. So a couple of things that I found interesting, what they told me that they did is, number one, they're working with a skeleton staff. So it's a dentist and one assistant. That's it. That's the whole office now is a dentist and one assistant. She takes care of the front office and she assists the dentist when he's doing the work in the back and she'll help out with cleaning. She's not a hygienist, but she'll do a little bit of that kind of thing. I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. <clears throat> I said, what else did you do? He said, well, we got rid of all the clients who were in fear. And I said, that's interesting. What made you make that decision? He said, we wanted to come to work every day. And what we wanted to do is you want to enjoy the people you work with. And what they said was, you know, it wasn't fun. Those people were here and they were in fear and they, they didn't make the day fun. They brought a lot of fear energy with them. And I get it. You know, you don't want to be around those people. So they decided to refer those patients out. They gave them other choices of other dentists they could go to. And they have a smaller client base now, but it's clients, customer, clients, patients that they want that are more in alignment with where they are. And they're, they're not in fear. You know, they're looking forward. They're excited. They're, you know, they're making changes. They're doing what they can to move forward. They raise their prices, of course, because now there's not as many patients coming in. They've, they're, they've got a smaller patient base to work from. But they said they're enjoying the process a lot more because they're not working with people who are in fear all the time. I thought, well, that's kind of brilliant, isn't it? It's kind of really interesting how uh, you make that change. Well, that's good. That's, that's one shift you can make. How about uh, a lot of people like me? I was uh, speaking on stages for a big part of my career, and all of a sudden, you know, this, this all happens in 2020, and uh, no more stages to speak on. So what do I do? I've got the studio. So what I start doing is I start speaking here more often, start doing more live streams, more interviews. I start getting involved uh, a little bit more with, uh, you know, bringing guests in. And I've got it set up now where I can bring guests in remotely. So if they're, yeah, I can bring them in via Zoom or via Skype and they can come in and they will look like, you know, uh, we're doing a production and they're, they're you know, beaming into the studio, which is what every other major studio does as well. You see that on television news all the time. So I'm able to do that. So I made those shifts. Also, uh, I changed what I was offering because what I was offering before is no longer really appropriate in some ways to the clients that are out there right now. They need something a little bit different. So I had to reformulate what I'm offering. So I've got a whole slew of new offerings that I'm putting together in there. Some of them are out, some of them are already out, or some are already being sold, and some more are coming. 
because I realized that what my clients need is different than what I was offering before. Not the same game anymore, right? Society has changed, the economy's changed, the market's changed. So you've got to roll and change with it. Now, we're not IBM, we're not Microsoft. We are entrepreneurs, we're coaches, we're you know business owners, we're doctors, and we are able to make those changes fairly quickly, as opposed to the big companies, they just can't do it, right? It takes them a lot longer to make those changes. So we're a little bit more flexible, we can have a little bit more fun with it, we can, we can look for where the opportunities are, and you might say, Rob, I, don't, I have no idea where the opportunities are. Well, you have to start asking your customers, your existing customers, you know, what is it they need? What are they looking for that they're not getting right now? Where are the holes? Where are the challenges? Where are the things that, um, you know, you could fill, uh, items that you could fill or products you could create for them to help them? And I got to tell you, there are a lot of people I know, a lot of coaches. It's all they do is they'll survey their, their audience. They'll find out, you know, the number one thing they're all struggling with, and they'll go create a program that answers that question. Then two weeks later, they go and promote it to them. As soon as it's done, you know, two weeks is, a, is an exaggeration, right? So as soon as they get it done, they'll go promote it to them. And because they've already raised their hand and said, this is what we need, and they come along and say, well, here it is. It's easier to make that sale. So a lot of us aren't doing that now. We, we're going with what we knew, what once was, isn't any longer. So now we have to go back and check and say, okay, so what is it they want now? That they, you know, they maybe didn't want, they wanted something different back then. They want something new now. We've got to figure it out. I also know a lot of people who have changed industries, right? This has caused people to change industries. So some people who were, uh, you know, doing coaching, no longer doing coaching, they're doing other things. Maybe they've gotten involved with nonprofits. Maybe they become an activist. Maybe they become, right? It's changed where our focus is. It changed where our desires are uh, for a lot of us. I'll tell you something else that happened, which is really um, fascinating. I really love this one a lot, in fact, is that uh, when I look out there and I, I uh, ask people, I say, what's changed for you? What they often say isn't so much about what their business, how their business has changed, but they say how they've changed. Now, what's interesting about how they've changed is they'll say, I found skills, I found knowledge, I found experience that I didn't know could help anybody, now I can use it. I can go out and I can help people with it. I didn't know it was even valuable. Some people, me included, would say, I found a voice I didn't know I had, right? I had, there's topics that I never spoke about in public before, and all of a sudden I start speaking about it, and bam, it's like, man, I am top dead center on, on this thing, right? I didn't know that I had that. And a lot of people are finding that voice that they didn't have before. A lot of people are finding out that they really have passion for some of the things that we kind of took for granted that have changed or gone away. And they're like fighting now to get them back. I get that. It's real important to, to be able to fully express that. There are skills that we have that sometimes we don't even know are important until somebody asks us, right? I always, I always use a story. I say, you know, we don't know what we know until somebody asks us, right? I know I have a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience, a lot of skills in many different areas, and I don't even recognize how much I know until I'm sitting in front of somebody and they start asking me questions and all of a sudden I start pulling from this bank of information and I'm able to give them advice, give them con uh, you know, consulting that you know, I didn't even know was gonna be valuable, I didn't even think about it as being valuable, all of a sudden it comes out, and if I find enough people wanting the same thing, then I can go out and create a program around it, a course around it, and I can sell that. 
So I'm paying attention. So I'm listening. I'm, I'm getting into conversations with people that I wouldn't necessarily get into conversations with. Strangers you meet in the street, right? Cashiers. I, I'm talking to my hairdresser. I'm talking to my dentist. I'm talking to my chiropractor. I'm asking them questions. And I'm saying, you know, what are you seeing? How is it different for you? And they're giving me feedback. And they're telling me, hey, this is what I see. This is what's going on. I'm also in a mastermind every week, and I ask them, I say, all you guys are in business. What are you seeing? Right? It's my common question. What are you seeing? What's different? And they'll tell me, and they'll give me their experience. They'll give me their ideas of what's going on. And it differs from mine because, you know, I'm Southern California, right? Things are different here than they are perhaps in Iowa, right? Or Florida or New York or, you know, what have you. So it's nice to get those different perspectives, and you get an idea of what's happening. So what I'm going to encourage you to do, it's kind of an interesting time for a lot of us. You know, we talked about a lot of bad stuff. We get it. There's a lot of bad stuff out there, no question. And it's probably going to continue. But with it also, be, also comes the opportunity. And I want you to pay attention to where the opportunities might be for you, right? You have a, you have a unique set of skills. You have some knowledge. You have some experience, maybe a lot of experience, maybe a lot of knowledge. I didn't mean to diminish it. You know, a lot of us have, a, we don't, we, sometimes we have knowledge we don't even know we have until somebody asks us about it, then we, oh yeah, I do know about that. Um, you know, it's that kind of thing. So pay attention to where people are. Pay attention to what it is they need and look at what you have in order to be able to deliver to them. What can you deliver to them? If they, they're in need of X, can you deliver X? No, you can't, okay. How about there, if they're in need of Y, can you deliver Y? And you'll find that thing. And you gotta pay attention to it. So having conversations is real important. Actually, I'm gonna go even further than that. It's more important now than ever that we not be separated, right? All of us are separated. We've, we've been away from. And it's, it's a little interesting right now watching how people are reacting to that as we come back into the fold and start getting closer and closer together again. Because what I'm starting to see is that people are a little skittish about that. They don't necessarily know, can they get back together again? Can they go in a group? Can they, right? And, you know, we've got to get over that. We've got to overcome that. That may be something, you know, it's like you want to create a group and get start getting people together. That'd be a fantastic thing to do. Not in person. You can do it over Zoom, right? You can have Zoom calls. So Zoom is like $15 a month for an account. You could put 100 people on a call. That's fantastic. Not an expensive endeavor to do that. You know, these tools exist and pretty much everybody today can get on a Zoom call. There's very few people I know who, well, I don't know how to do that. It's pretty easy, right? So you can get them on a call and you can bring them together. And, you know, that may be the skill set. That may be the thing that you create. Whether or not you charge for it, that's going to be up to you. But you could certainly do, hey, we're going to do a weekly meeting or at least once a month we're going to get together on a Zoom call. And it's a Wednesday night at 5 o'clock. And here's the link. And uh, come join us if you can. And what we're going to talk about is X. Here's our topic for the week. Here's what we're going to do. And, you know, you get some ideas from them what they need. And you could lead those kinds of groups. I've got coaches now that are doing that more and more. And they're like, boy, not only is it bringing in some revenue, some income, but it's also extremely fulfilling for them because they get to use skills that they didn't use before, they didn't know they could use uh, in terms of being able to help not just one person at a time, but a group of people at a time and, you know, get that impact. Now they're doing it weekly. Some of them are like, maybe I'm going to start a second group. I'm like, great, you know, you know, keep your groups 20 people so you can talk to everyone. That's great. And then, you know, start a second group when it gets to over 20 people. That's a great idea. Easy to do. So I want you to look for the opportunities. Talk to a lot of people. Don't be sheltered. Don't be, you know, cocooning in your office and behind your hiding behind your email, as I like to say. Get out there, start talking to people, figure out 
where it is they're struggling, figure out how you can help them and put that out there as, you know, either a product or something you want to do benevolently. It's up to you. If you can, you want to offer it for free, you can do it. It's not a problem. So there are a lot of opportunities here. We got to look for them, right? And sometimes the uh, the fog of war is uh, is difficult, and we are definitely in a social war right now. There's no question, probably even a cyber war, uh, and it's really difficult to see sometimes the path forward. However, there are clues, and you pay attention to those clues, you'll figure it out. And when you start to figure it out, then you'll find a new path forward. So. That's what I encourage you to do this week. I really want you to do that and focus on that because it's going to make a difference, not only for you, but for all those people that you are also uh, out there. You know, you all say, I want to change the world. I want to change the world. How do we change the world? We change ourselves. And then we go out and help one other person to do the same. You know, you can change the world just one person at a time. We can do it. We can do it 10 people at a time, right? So we have that opportunity right now to do it because, boy, a lot of people are hurting out there. I'm, see, I'm hearing the same conversation from everyone I'm talking to. is the same conversation, same conversation, same conversation. I'm sick of it. I'm fed up. I'm tired. I, I can't take it anymore. And they're looking for, what are they looking for? Relief. So if you can offer them relief right now, uh, you're going to do quite well in this marketplace. Okay. Running a little longer than I wanted to today, but that's okay. I love hanging out and spending time with you. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you like this, please share it with your friends, your followers, and give it a heart. Uh, that helps the algorithm see that you love this content, and uh, more people will be able to see it as well. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for watching, everyone. <laughs>